Then you go to a medium and let's say you have a family member in the spirit world. And the first thing that happens for the medium is they're very aware of that person being with them. And they hear the words, I'm here asking for forgiveness. And I hope this podcast finds you well. Today on Let Spirit Speak, I wish to talk with you about healing and the vast subject of healing, of course, which we won't be able to cover in full because there are many different ways to be healed, the healing of the body, the healing of the mind, emotions, but the real healing comes with the healing of the soul. If we look at many of the great healers of the past, and we don't have to look too far back, there was often a discussion that much of and many of the illnesses that we have can be seen and understood to be caused by an inner disharmony within our very selves, whether it comes from emotional trauma, anxieties and frustrations that we never seem to get resolved, dissatisfaction that seems to burn within us, whatever the reason is or the, what could be the cause, inner disharmony and inner disquietness can cause vibrational disharmony within the cells themselves. And when that happens over longer periods of time, then there's the possibility of a disease settling in. There is a thought that cancers of sorts, certain cancers, heart issues, and other diseases have been and can be related to a certain inner disharmony that has been building up for a period of time. But we can't attribute all illnesses to that because we are physical beings and we live in a world now with many chemicals and food that is not always of the purest form for us and other medications that we take that might be causing problems within our energy fields that can affect cellular division, development. But one of the greatest healers in spiritualism, Harry Edwards, and, and as we go over the weeks, when we talk about healing in that way, Harry Edwards' will, name will probably come up a few times. And he wrote many, many books he was a healer out of England, born in 1893, and I believe he died in 1976. He was 83 years old or so when, when he died. And he had a very long career, which started probably around the age of 40, 45, in terms of healing. And 
millions of people. They estimate about 14 million people sought this man, found him, and he was able to give help and aid. And there is a sanctuary in England, in Surrey, England, Guildford, called Harry Edwards Healing Sanctuary. It's there today. They still have healers working there. They give on-hands healing. They do absent healing. So if you write a letter, email, phone call, leave a message with the particulars, whether you're in India or Indonesia or Vancouver or L.A. or New York, wherever it is, they will send out healing, blending with the spirit world and asking for healers to be working with them to help you. But Harry Edwards was a very strong voice for the possibility and the consideration that must be given to the inner disquietness that many of us carry to be part, at least, of a disease that can manifest within our bodies. And I don't think anyone who's ever done this work as a medium or healer would ever disagree with that. I'm not a, and I would never tell somebody that all of their diseases are because of that. <laughs> That's like saying every disease you have is uh, because of your genetic coding. Well, we know that's not true because some people have this, you know, they have siblings that have very similar genetic coatings. And one is the one that gets the ovarian cancer because it's a genetic, in that particular case, it's a type of ovarian cancer that is genetic, where the other one doesn't really have that gene activated or that part of the DNA active, and they never develop the cancer. So we have to be careful with that, but we also must know that it is part and parcel of a disease cycle and also a health cycle. Because if we have an inner peace and harmony and a balance within ourselves, chances are that we are less susceptible to certain types of diseases manifesting. Another great healer, known in the Bible, of course, Jesus, as far as we know and as far as we can read and tell, never asked someone he was healing, at least from what I can tell when I've read, really all the time what their disease was. There was though a sense of healing the soul. Now we can take those things as we wish and, and experiment and work with it, but we have to give credence and space, definitely, for the possibility and the obvious uh, surety that they are part of a disease cycle. But the healing of the soul is, I think, where I really want to go to with this podcast now. Bodies can be healed. We, we have such great technology now in so many ways that, that many things can be healed. And, and I'm not just meaning by taking a drug here or there. There are some great therapies now that are being used and, and the very advanced sports therapies that are used now for just even the average person in terms of going to physio, etc., are really changing the landscape. So with the healing of the soul, If you've had great loss in your life, if you had great trauma and you are walking with that and suffering with that, 
one of the ways that mediumship, and I want to put this back now to mediumship, really has the potential to bring aid and some healing, maybe a full he healing even, but certainly can lead one towards a healthier outlook, a healthier inner life, is the alleviation of inner trauma from experiences. So let us say you had lost both your parents when you were very young, or God forbid, there was an abusive situation you were in, uh, the loss of a uh, husband or wife or children or other family members or friends, or just because you read and hear the news and it very much upsets you when you hear about death and dying and destruction and animals not being taken care of properly. But then you go to a medium and let's say you have a soul, a friend, family member in the spirit world. And the first thing that happens for the medium is they're very aware of that person being with them and they hear the words or something similar to, I'm here asking for forgiveness. Or I'm here to tell you that I, ha I have never really left you. And that we walk with you when we can. Many times I think young people who've lost parents early, I think walk with a sense of abandonment in some way, not blaming their parents, but there is that sense of, of loss and possibly even to a degree with adopted people. But of course, these, it's, it's hard to speak on someone else, how else someone feels about something. We can, we can certainly speculate and probably be quite accurate. But we'll never really know the full story because everyone is slightly different and everyone approaches these situations with a different point of view or certainly a different outlook. But let's say this is the case. And let's say in the case of, of a parent who died when their son or daughter was young. What a wonderful gift and a moment it is when the spirit world can say to them through a medium who has never met this person knows nothing about them. And the first thing they hear or see or sense or receive the thoughts from the spirit world about the fact that a mother or father is telling this stranger to you as a medium that they love them and that they have never left them. Not really and that they were with them for certain important moments in their lives, such as their wedding or their graduation from high school or graduation from university. I can guarantee you, because I've had messages like that come for people, the overwhelming upliftment and love the sitter the person receiving the communication feels it is it is very difficult to describe
because it is very deep. It is overwhelming. It is most definitely a healing. And most often those people tend to walk in life again with a bit more bounce in their step and an understanding that they have not been abandoned. That, of course, as we know, love never dies. Even if, even if you had a good relationship with someone for four months and it falls out from most of the rest of your, your life, I can guarantee you that four months where people were close or feeling comfortable with each other and supportive of each other, that will still be seen and felt in your life review when you cross over. That will never die. Also, now some of the more, shall we say, challenging vibrations, feelings that will come to you. Because everything is about experience. We must understand this. Everything in life is about experience. It's not just about getting it right every single moment. Never putting a toe in the wrong place. But experience and the getting up and trying again. Imagine, let's say you had children or a husband or wife or a person you're close with. And you, unfortunately, God forbid, suddenly it's your time to go and you find yourself in the spirit world. And you feel very strongly that you want to find a way to let them know that they are loved, that they are still supported, and that you have not forgotten about them. Imagine trying to get that through to that person here. And often we, we do have it. It often comes around a lot of people, I think, and they think it's just a bit of imagination. You know, sometimes you get together with a friend and it feels comfortable and you start talking about these vulnerable emotional and uh, experiential moments that, that, that you've had and you suddenly bring up the person who's lost and you feel the tears, but you also somehow feel as if they're in the room with you, although you can't put your finger on it. Well, I will tell you 99% of the time they are because the reason why you started talking about them was because they implanted the thought. And some people have that, you know, difficult to accept, but it's quite true. So imagine you on the other side, wanting to give solace and some healing in a very simple way to a loved one here. Now, maybe you find your way to them through, through dream state, which is wonderful. I've had many dreams with people I know who've crossed over. And you wake up the next morning and you are filled with such love. You have tears and the tears, no, are not of sadness. <laughs> They're overwhelming joy. And you just can't express it any other way. There's such a closeness. And I can guarantee you that you will feel closer to them in dream state when it's that clear and clean than you will or would have if they had been in the same room with you. It's more alive. You're past the physical barriers that often keep us somehow slightly more separate. And you're really talking soul to soul. 
It's just overwhelming. It's beautiful. And that is what we have the potential as mediums to do in terms of communication, spirit communication, and the healing that can bring. And then, of course, there's the physical healing as well. Imagine somebody walking 20, 30, 40 years with uh, physical deformity or pain or whatever it is. And by the mere laying on of hands and your attunement with the divine, with God, that through you, a very strong vibration of healing comes and alleviates or completely heals that person. See, our danger, and we have to be careful of this in the work we do, is we are not there to be the weekly advice giver, the weekly um, communicate uh, or to give communication every other week to a person who wants to hear from their mom every other week through us. That's, that's not what we're there for. And in fact, it will in the long run fail. When people come to me for a reading and if the communication has been fairly good, I will tell them at minimum six months to a year before I'll see you again, if that. And the reason is I trust very much that spirit will give me what that person needs in that moment that they can through me. That doesn't mean if they're dissatisfied that they don't have the right or choice to go see somebody else. Absolutely. But I'm not going to see you again. Not in that capacity. Do uh, you want to phone me and talk to me and we can have, you know, exchange, uh, uh, you know, uh, have an exchange of, of what happened and uh, the, the communication that that happened. Fine. It might even be a bit of counseling in a way or just me listening. But in terms of a direct communication, I'm not going to be sitting for spirit in that way in that moment. It's too soon. And you must go and live your life. We are not to become the instruments through which advice comes every other day or week for somebody. It's not how this works. Now, if we're going to talk about premonitions. That's a different thing. And I am talking about like major premonitions. That, that, that's different. Helping people in meditation, helping them with their development and discovery of their gifts, fine. But we are not to be soothsayers. And we're not to be sooth healers. But in actual fact, we have to recognize now more than ever. There is great advances in, in medicine of all kinds. And what was sort of forgotten in a lot of homeopathic and naturopath and herbal remedies uh, definitely are, are accessible now, particularly through the internet. I mean, come on, just go on YouTube and take a look. There's a lot out there that you can hook into and do good stuff for yourself. Absolutely. But we cannot discard the advances in, in Western medicine as well. We have to work with it. And we, then we figure out what's right for us and what's not. And that's part of the process. We have to take responsibility that way. And as we do, 
So then does the spirit world say, okay, we don't, they don't need us so much for certain types of healings because they can do that now mostly themselves. But the spirit world will always do what they can in the moment that it's needed. Now I run a healing center. It's called spirit lights healing center. And it's not actually a brick and mortar place right now because I'm moving around and I'm hoping the next year or two I will have that. But I'm following to some degree, not fully, but to some degree, the model that worked with Harry Edwards. So we do some on-hands healing if people want that or most definitely uh, distant healing. And we've had some really good results. It's... The idea that you've got to keep in mind is that you're an instrument. And if you're doing the practices, keeping your thoughts in ways that connect you with God, the elevation of your spirit mind over the lower mind, the the physical, the mental mind, you then are living in the vibration of healing to some degree. You are an open channel to some degree. And of course that can be enhanced through attunement and practice. You know, we aren't expected by the way, to give up our families and our friends and, and our children and our husbands and wives to follow this path. We are not. And in fact, it, generally goes the wrong way when people do that. But think of the deep power of healing that can come through a medium giving evidence, as I described, or the physical healing. When we talk about the soul healing or the emotional healing, that's very deep. I remember once, and I'll share this story, I had just done a demonstration and there was a reception afterwards and I was sitting in a nice chair and there was a lady sitting across from me who had not been at the demonstration. And she told me that she said, I missed it. I was at work, but I'm here because I know some people and I heard it went really well. And I said, thank you very much. And as I was sitting there after that last exchange very quickly after that, I heard very, very clearly, I am her brother and tell her I love her. And I looked across at her and I said, I I need to tell you this. Uh, Remember now, this isn't a basically now a social setting, but I was still pretty elevated in my, shall we say, spirit consciousness. And I said, look, there's a gentleman here and he says this, tells me he's your brother and that he loves you very much. And the poor girl just broke into tears, just, just about fell on the floor and two friends on either side grabbed her and started talking to her. And the odd thing was, I, this is quite personal, but I had now had some tea and water and I was desperate to use the washroom. So I said, I'll be right back. And I went running to the washroom, came back and I, I said, are you okay? She says, you have no idea what you just did for me. And I said, you know what? I don't need to know, but I know what I heard was absolutely accurate. It was absolutely true. And I know it touched you. 
And she said, absolutely. And she said, it's given me more than you realize. And I said, well, thank you very much because that's our job. That's what we're here to do. And I, I never knew the whole story and I wasn't going to push for it if she wasn't prepared to tell me. And I thought that's not my business. That's up to her. And I share some of these because I just want you to know the potential and the potential that, that you possess if you pursue your gift or even help others to find a way to find help in, in that way. And I'll end with this. We as mediums cannot guarantee what the message is going to be. We can't ever guarantee the outcome of on hands healing. It's not possible. Even when it's very powerful, by the way, in both those cases, we can't guarantee. But what I do know is whether it's a powerful communication or powerful on hands healing, both of which can touch the soul, the emotional being, the mental being, all of our various states of, of awareness, the person receiving in that moment, it will have a significant shift there will be a healing given, maybe in a, in a way that we don't understand. Maybe it's going to help them transition more easily. We forget about that, don't we, sometimes, because we don't want people to die, especially the ones we love the most. That's really hard. I don't care who you are. It's difficult. But it's going to happen to all of us. So what a gift we can give someone, too, if they're in need of letting go Healing is a gift for everyone. It's not on hold. It's not saved for just a few. Just because somebody doesn't think or believe the way you do or I do, that does not mean that the gift that we have or how the spirit world and God will use us will not have an effect upon them. Never think ever that because somebody thinks differently from you, that the power of the spirit, the power of God cannot work through them. That's a level of arrogance that is, is very difficult to deal with. It's rather ugly. I think we just must make ourselves instruments in that way to serve and yes, we have a right if we're completely uncomfortable with somebody or feeling like this is a bit threatening. And, and I don't mean just because there's some verbal exchange, but, you know, it gets pretty heated or possibly even worse. Well, you have a right to, to, you know, to say, I don't want to be involved in that right now. And of course not. Obviously, common sense, people, common sense. But we are never to fully turn someone away. And if we can't work with them in the same room or in, in a physical proximity, then we do it through meditation, visualization, and we talk with the spirit world and we ask for the highest and best healing to be sent to them. Let's say you know that they have a, a tumor somewhere and you sit down with the spirit world and you close your eyes and you do some deep breaths and you say to God and to, and to the healers in the spirit world, let's say God's ministers, in that way, healing ministers or the 
the doctors and nurses possibly that had been on this life. Maybe they're in spirit and they've decided to continue in what, which way they can to be of service. This happens as well. But just putting out the thought and asking for healing to be given to the person with the tumor, let's say, let's say it's just a tumor and wherever that is in the body, etc., And you feel the blend between yourself and the divine. And you feel as if the spirit and the divine mind is extending to the spirit, mind and body of the person with whom you are thinking of. And you are asking for the intervention, for the cells to be changed, for the tumor to decrease, for the natural immunity of the body to work, to recognize the cancer cells, for the, that person to find others as well near them that can help them because maybe you're a thousand miles away. I can guarantee you something will happen. You may never hear about it unless they communicate with you again. But healing in that way is possible. We can never discount the possibility of the power of spirit healing. As likewise, we should not discount the many ways that healing can take place through a medical profession whether it's what we call mainstream, naturopathic, homeopathic, herbs, all the other practices that are out there. And so I leave you with that. And until we talk again, pursue your healing for yourself and others. Know that every thought you think in that way is heard and responded to by God in the spirit world, often not in the way we think, but in a way that is best suited for the soul to whom you are thinking. Thank you very much. I hope one day to talk with some of you on a phoning radio show on YouTube or something that I'm trying to put together. I think that would be really quite fantastic. So I wish you well and all the light and love from God and spirit.